LeeTDickey.com. Do you have an event or occasion coming up that could use a special touch? Perhaps a wedding, a production, a show? Good! Then you're in luck. Haley Moores is who you're looking for. Haley is a makeup artist in the Toronto, Ontario area, specializing in bridal, glam, natural, and special effects. She's incredibly talented, professional, easy to work with, and has a personality that is second to none. To book Haley Moores today, follow her on Instagram at mad underscore malash, that's M-A-D underscore M-I-L-A-S-H, or email her at madmalash, again, that's M-A-D-M-I-L-A-S-H, at gmail.com. Book Haley Moores today, you'll be glad you did. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com Do you find yourself reminiscing on what life was like when you were younger? Do your favorite songs, movies, and TV shows instantly take you back to a simpler time? Great! Then you're in the right place. Join me, Lee Dickey, on my new web series and podcast, Yo Nostalgia, where I cover everything you grew up with. From films and toys to fads and trends, Yo Nostalgia has it all. Subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. Follow along on social media at Yo Nostalgia Show to keep up on this time-traveling trip. Yo Nostalgia, breathing new life into your memories, available everywhere now. LeeTDickey.com LeeTDickey.com Dickie here. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. Today, this week, I want to give you some behind-the-scenes tidbits on a previous episode. The Is the Electro Voice RE20 Still the Broadcast Industry Standard episode? And I want to tell you some behind-the-scenes tidbits, give you some stories, and sort of the method and message behind that episode, and to see what it morphed into and see where the germ of that idea for that episode started and even parts of this podcast, the Beats and Speaks podcast. But before we get into the main event, before we get into why you are all here, I want to tell you where you can find the Beats and Speaks podcast. Of course, new episodes of the Beats and Speaks podcast are released every single Friday on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube under Lee Dickey TV, my official website, LeeTDickey.com, and wherever podcasts are available. Please do comment, like, share, and subscribe. Rate us five stars and leave us reviews as well, if you would, please, and thank you to get in touch with me or the show. Follow along on social media at LeeTDickey. Send an email to LeeTDickey at gmail.com if you have comments, questions, or if you want to be a guest on a future episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. All right, now that all that housekeeping is out of the way, of course, you can find all the details in the description. Let's get into why you are here, the behind-the-scenes tidbits on Is the Electro Voice RE20 Still the Broadcast Industry Standard? All right, so yes, the behind-the-scenes tidbits on Is the Electro Voice RE20 Still the Broadcast Industry Standard? Now, how this episode came to be, how the, the germ of the idea basically came to be, was during the creation of this show itself, The Beats and Speaks podcast. 
the original idea or my original concept for this show, the Beats and Speaks podcast, was to have a more broadcast and sort of music, audio, video gear kind of show, a more centric show in terms of audio, video, microphones, and all types of sort of technical gear on the radio, television, music, entertainment, and media side of things. And don't get me wrong, I'm happy that the Beats and Speaks podcast, this show, has morphed into what it's morphed into, a sort of everything under the sun, let's talk to everybody about everything, let's hear their stories, let's have them tell their stories, let's let them and have them tell people who they are and what it is that they do. And I'm happy that this show has become what it's become. But the original idea for the Beats and Speaks podcast was to be a more technical type of show in terms of gear uh, on the audio and video side, microphones, and things of that nature, things that had to do with radio, television, events, media, that type of stuff. And I still have that sprinkled here and here, there, and everywhere within this show, but that was the original idea, and the Electro Voice RE20 has been a broadcast staple, and dare I say the broadcast industry standard, probably for about the last six decades, five or six decades at the very least. I know that Stevie Wonder has recorded with it, and it's used in radio stations and production houses and television stations throughout the world, okay? So... That was one of the original episode ideas, actually, too. Uh, I wanted to do an episode on the Electro Voice RE20 because I've spent a considerable amount of my life in radio, television, entertainment, media, and events and stuff like that in, in production. So I wanted to use that mic as so sort of a, a jumping off point or an episode on that particular microphone as a jumping off point for this show. I mean, I've used the Electro Voice RE20 in various professional applications that I've been involved with, voiceover, radio, television, all types of media. And I love the sound of that microphone. So I, of course, doing an episode on that microphone, the Electro Voice RE20, that was sort of like a goal that I wanted to get to, that I wanted to do. and. You know, it things happened when I initially created the show. I didn't get to it right away. I'm almost, I'm happy that it took me two and a half, almost three years to get to do an episode on the Electro Voice RE20, even though, like, I love the microphone, as I've said. Don't get me wrong. But my favorite microphone is the Shure SM5B, which is the big brother to the Shure SM7B because they don't make the 5B anymore, and it is a fantastic... Like, the 5B, in its day, was a fantastic-sounding microphone. It was it was big, but it was a fantastic-sounding microphone. If I'm using an Electro Voice mic, or if I'm in a, a radio station now, or even in a production house, or even a television station, the mic that I would love to use for my money and for the sound of my own voice, I'd love to use the Electro Voice RE... 27 nd it just sounds a bit it sounds a bit brighter which i like on the sound of my own voice now granted everybody's voice is different so your tastes 
may differ. I mean, I've used mics from, of course, the Electro Voice RE20. I've used the Shure SM7B. I've used the Sennheiser 421 uh, MD Mark II. That was the first mic that I used in a radio on-air gig. And I like all those microphones, but at, for the current market, I would love to use the Electro Voice RE27ND for my own voice. So Electro Voice, if you're listening to this episode and you want to send out a 27ND, I would not be opposed to it. I would actually welcome it. Or even if you want to send out an RE20, I'd be happy to have one of those as well. Because Electro Voice, obviously because their mics are used the world over in various production applications and by various stations and production houses, they are widely known, okay? They are the standard. They are the gold standard in terms of broadcast equipment and quality in terms of the sound, the use, and, it, you know, how everything just sort of comes together. You get the mic in place and then just Everything else just kind of fits together, or we have to tether it together and, like, you know, put it together like a puzzle. But if you get a good sounding mic in there, then you would, you'd undoubtedly be ahead of the curve, right? And I, I mean, I've been, I enjoy the sound of the RE20, and, but for my application and for my own voice, this, I'm strictly speaking from my own voice, give me the RE27ND just because it sounds a little brighter and I like that. You know, I like a bit, nothing too dark, nothing too boomy, but I do like something a little bit brighter, you know? And I, you know, the funny thing is, in terms of getting a brighter sound on my voice, I get that sound on a Shure PGA 48 that I do have and that I do use in various other applications like voiceover and things like that. Because truth be told, the Electro Voice RE20 is rough. Roughly around five, maybe six, seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred bucks on the top end, depending on where you go. I've seen them as high as seven hundred. I've seen them as low as four fifty-five, somewhere in there. So I mean, it's not it's not cheap, but for the quality that you get, it's worth the money. Granted, I've never been able to afford one, but uh, Electro Voice, if you want to send one out, I would be happy to have either the 27ND or the RE20, please and thank you. But that was the, one of the original ideas for the Beats and Speaks podcast was to do a broadcast equipment sort of audio gear, video gear, production gear, basically centric show. And I, I can't really recall why it took me this long to do an episode on the Electro Voice RE20. I'm like, I'm happy that it took me two and a half, almost three years to do it. Okay. Because as we all know, things change. Life changes, industries change, business changes. And that's what's happening, especially in a business like radio or television or media. It changes constantly. And I think as much of a standard bearer that the Electro Voice RE20 is, I think coming in behind it, if it's not already at par or even slightly above par with it, is the Neumann family of microphones, the broadcast family of dynamic mics, the BCM 104 and the BCM 705. And they sound amazing. I know that various stations in Canada have them. 
very like companies and stations in Canada, they have them. I don't know how widely they're used in a, a market as big as the United States, but I know that they are used in Canada. I think that they're used in the UK, like in Britain for sure. But the Neumann is quickly becoming or has become a serious challenger to the Electro Voices sort of grip on the broadcast standard microphone uh, arm or broadcast standard sort of equipment or microphone when it comes to what on-air sound you are going for. And that's pretty much, like in a nutshell, that's, these are the tidbits that I want to give to you on this episode. It's just the Electro Voice RE 20 has been around since I think the 60s and it's been used since the 60s. I mean, as I said earlier, Stevie Wonder has recorded with it. It's been used in stations and production houses everywhere. Doesn't matter what corner of the world you go to, I guarantee you the Electro Voice RE20 is in there or has been in there because it delivers, and I said this in the earlier episode where I asked, is it still the broadcast industry standard? It delivers the most natural sounding replication of the human voice. So if there's no mic in the way and I'm sitting across from somebody having a conversation, if I put the Electro Voice RE20 in front of me or whoever I happen to be sitting across from, that's exactly what we sound like. That is naturally what we sound like when we're on the air, when we're off the air. But I think that the Neumann family of microphones, the BCM705 and the 104, are they sound just as good, if not better, right? Now, the, the BCM family of microphones, they're a little more expensive. I think on the low end, you'll get the, I think it's the 705 that's about 900. These are Canadian dollars, by the way. I'm giving you figures and numbers in Canadian dollars. So the BCM705 is about 900 Canadian. I think the 104 is somewhere between 14 and 1500. So they're not cheap, but for what you're going to use them for, they are, I mean, they, they deliver, right? So as I said, the Electro Voice RE20 will give you the most natural sounding replication of the human voice. I can only assume that with the Neumann BCM 104 or 705. I've never worked with them. I'd love to. So both Electro Voice and Neumann, if you want to send me out either of your standard broadcast dynamic microphones, I'm all for it. Get in touch with me. All the information is in the description down below. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast, the behind the scenes tidbits on the Electro Voice RE20 and whether or not it is still the broadcast industry standard. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this little delve into sort of the history of where the Beats and Speaks podcast started. So thank you all again for listening. Please comment, like, share, and subscribe. Find us on your favorite podcast app and player of choice. Find us on YouTube as well under Lee Dickey TV. My official website, LeeTDickey.com. Remember to get in touch with me and the show. Send an email to LeeTDickey at gmail.com. Follow along on social media at LeeTDickey. Please rate us five stars and leave a review as well. 
But this wraps up another episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. We will see you all and talk to you all next Friday for a brand new episode of the Beats and Speaks podcast. I have been your host, Lee Dickey, and I am signing off. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. LeeTDickey.com